God bless you guys. This is Crisis D Answer Podcast. I'm Sam Negron, and I'm here with my brother Jamie Grajales. God bless. Bless you guys. Uh, Benny Negron is not here, but he says, guys, God bless you. He's actually at a basketball game. Hopefully he gets that win. Uh, so, guys, we're here today on another Wednesday. want to do a quick shout-out, guys, to all of our listeners. Guys, just want to let you know we're at literally about 200 views or 200 listens. It's 199, but... That's 200. We know that somebody listened. And you you got to round up. You <laughs> have to. You have to. You just have to. So it's 200 listens, guys. And we've been since, what, November? Wow. November. We already have 200 people that have heard the word of God. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's huge, guys. We want to say thank you to all of our listeners, guys, and all that's of our supporters. Crazy. Huge, huge, huge shout out to all of you guys. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into it, guys. Uh, so today we want to talk about what is faith? You know, it's a good question, you know. Faith, you know, is pretty much the that, that one seed, the roots of who we are as Christians, who we are as believers, who we are as followers of Christ. You know, faith is, it's our essence. Yeah. I mean, you can't have, um, I feel like you can't serve God. Or you can't have a relationship with Christ without having faith because in reality, like we're trying to think about it, the question we would ask is, where is God or where is Jesus? You know, I could physically see you, so I know you're there. But you have to have faith in order to have a relationship and to be able to serve Jesus Christ and God your Father because if you don't, then... I feel like you you in this loss of like this loss of space like you don't know what it is. If you don't have faith or you don't know who God is, then what's the point? You know, like who are you serving or how you know it's real or how you know you have that relationship or how you know at any moment if you pray he's listening. Because now people may think, "Oh, if you're praying, how do I know God is listening?" And the thing is, you have to have faith. Faith is the main thing. Now, um I looked up the definition of faith, and guys, you know, this is our tradition. This is what we do, you know. We like to explain to you guys what it is, the definition of it, so we can understand what it is. And then, you know, we talk about it biblically. Now, the definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The other definition was a strong belief in God or in the doctrine of religion based on spiritual Apprehension rather than proof. I can't believe you just said that verse without. I gotta hold on. I can't. Let me let me screenshot this one. He said, repeat that definition again. 
Which one? The first or second one? The first one you just said. Complete trust and or confidence in someone or something. Now, I like to run off of what Sam's definition always like. Because a lot of times we hear definitions. It's like, okay, and what does that mean? So you break it down. Break it down, guys. Always break down your definitions. Don't touch that. <laughs> now, it says the definition for the word complete. Now, one more time. One more time, Sam. Word, the whole definition. Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. All right. So I want you to take that definition and in front of every word after complete, I want you to put the word complete in front of it. Complete trust. Com Stop. Uh -huh. Complete confidence. Uh-huh. Complete in someone. Complete in something. The word complete means having not some, not oh. a couple here and there, not on and off. It says having all the necessary or appropriate parts. And it also says to the greatest extent or degree total. So basically... Mate, I'm not done, I'm not done. Alright, go ahead, go ahead. My favorite one, it says, to make something whole or perfect. Wow. <laughs> so, so you can't have faith. Well, okay, okay, this is the thing. So now the question is, can I have faith? Like, can I believe that God is there sometimes? Is Bro, that faith? Oh, and, oh, you, you got me itching, man. <laughs> you, uh, you should have never brought this topic up, man. Ready for this? Alright. Cause that's my thing. That's my question. Like, if you gotta have complete all 100%, I gotta believe. It says it here. 100% that God is real. It's uh, all right. It says Matthew 17:20. It says this, and it's Bob didn't say this, Miguel didn't say this, um, your teachers didn't say this, your parents didn't say this. You know who says this verse? Jesus. It says Matthew 17, Jesus said, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you that if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here and go there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Sam, it's not the question if I can have faith. The question is, do I have faith? And how much do I have? Because a lot of times we want to, for example, we, we pray for something. We say, all right, God, um, my mom is sick. God, I pray that you make a miracle. And we pray, right? But the, it, it comes, it, it's what comes after. Because then we start saying, did God hear my prayer? Do you think it's going to happen? Okay, so you're basically saying that you got to have 100% faith, but you don't need to have... A, a lot of it. You just there need you a go. size. Okay. Yes. So and and that's that's the thing I feel like people get confused yes, with. Yes, that's what I gotta faith. believe one hundred percent that God is real. <laughs> I can't believe that God is real fifty percent. I gotta believe one hundred percent that He's real. Yep. That He could fix this one hundred percent. Yes. I just don't need a lot of it. Exactly. So it's it's so it's it's people people yep. want to take that out of out of context. Yes. Like, but if the Bible says all I need is the size of a mustard seed, and I have faith. Say, but what is a mustard seed? A mustard seed is tiny. So, but that's not. Would that be considered a hundred percent though? Like that's that's the question. Like, see, when Jesus says this to his disciples, he goes, "If you have, he'll surely." When Jesus says surely, yeah. he's certain a hundred percent. If you look at the stories when he says surely, I tell you, I means surely I tell you, like a hundred percent. Let me look at the definition of surely because you got people looking at me like. Because <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be the thing that would come up 
uh, a lot. Like, oh, if it's size of a mustard seed. Ready for this? It says, surely, to be emphasized, the speaker's firm belief that what they are saying is true, and often they're surprised that there is no doubt at all of this. Number two, it says the assurance or confidence. That now, when Jesus says, surely, I tell you that if you had the faith of a mustard seed, he wasn't saying if you had the faith of a mountain. He says if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can tell a mountain. It's a little bit. And, and what, what what did you say, though? It's the confidence. The confidence. Right? I want to share something with you, my brother. All right. In, in Hebrews 11, right? In Hebrews 11, chapter, chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is confidence. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Look at the definition of confidence. This is the this is what the a ancients were commanded for. Look up the definition for uh, confidence. Okay, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Confidence, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something with a firm trust. The state of feeling certain about the truth of something. A feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciations of one's own ability or qualities. The telling of private matters or secrets with, with mutual trust. A secret or private matter told to someone under a condition of trust. Come on, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. Else. It's so like, wait, let's let's <laughs> go back. You can't do this to me. So, what was the main definition that we're looking up for faith? Faith. Uh huh. All right. So we was looking up faith. Uh huh. And it's complete trust. Stop. Oh. Complete. What's the definition of complete? One hundred percent wholesome. Okay. So wholesome. What we, we went into what? Uh, what was the definition? For surely, like yeah. Surely. Yeah. And surely meant what? Confidence, right? Yes. And confidence goes into what? Trust. Yes. It's it's all it all comes in together. So you gotta have so it's you, you gotta have, trust. Okay, you gotta one hundred percent believe that God is real. You gotta trust that God is real and that He's there for yeah. you. And you gotta confide in Him. You have to, you have to have confidence in Him yeah. that no matter what I go through, that God is gonna be there. That God is gonna take me out this situation. Yeah. A lot of the times, man, us Christians. Us, what we go through, man, yeah. you have to have faith have to. because the devil is attacking us all the time. And it's not that, ah, uh, you know what? God has this under control. No, no, no. You you got to know it. You, you got to believe it. Yeah. Like, you have to have 100% confidence and see, trust in God. How are you going to see the victory, but yet you're still suffering in the battle? It's like, oh, God, I know you can do it. Okay. But when we're going through the crisis, when we're going through the pain, oh, God, where are you? Oh, God, why me? But yet we want to see the victory so bad, but yet when we're in the midst of it all, we can't say, God, I trust you. There's a brother in church, Emmanuel Pedro, brother uh, Peter, he's, he's, you know, he's, a, he's an elderly man, and, you know, he's, he's fragile. And, you know, he's not many men of words, you know, because of his age, but when he speaks, man, and he does these prayers, and they tell him, hey, Mr. Uh, brother Peter, can you come and do the prayer? He goes up, and he goes, all right, how many people have a petition? And everybody, everybody raises their hand. And he goes, all right, I want you to close your eyes, put that petition in your hand, and in the name of Jesus, it is done. Now, I want you to thank God for that petition. Oh, wait, we don't see it. Thank him for it. Because it's been answered. I want to I wanna share something else, man. Last year, in 2019, I had 
I had not witnessed faith, but I had learned what faith is through my dad. Last year, my dad had a heart attack. Yep. Random. Yep. It was out of the blue. Nobody was expecting it. He comes. He. Oh, my mom calls me, and he had a heart attack. He passed out in front of the train station, and he was in the hospital for weeks after weeks. And my mom took him to the hospital. I remember I called out of work that day, talked to my mom, and when I went to go see my dad, the first thing my dad said, mind you, every single one of us, me, my sister, my mom, we all terrified. You know, now I'm trying to be strong for my mom. My mom is crying. And my dad goes, honey, don't worry about it. Because I know this is all in God's hands. I know this is God's plan. My dad passed out, had a heart attack in the hospital bed. And he says, God has this all, all under control. And now I'm just sitting there and I'm like, but dad, how could you just say this? Now, my faith is being tested. And through my dad, it's being tested. And I'm just like, wow. And the, the crazy thing is, is, is how it was all part of God's plan. My dad ended up having an open heart surgery. And my dad is like, don't worry, it's okay. You know, and, and the thing is, he knew and he had confidence in God that the, the doctors of all doctors and that if anybody was going to heal him, it was going to be God. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's all going to be okay. And he, the faith he had in God, the, the, the trust he had knowing that God was going to heal him, that God had a purpose. Let me tell you, man, a month after we had a campaign of Hopeness, my dad was the first one up yeah. there yelling. You, yo, it, and it was crazy. And I'm like, man. How could, how could this be possible? But he knows, and he knows who God is and what he has done in his life. And I found it so amazing. Open your Bible to Psalms 33, 4. Psalms what? 33, 4. Okay. Tell me what it says. Psalms, Psalms 33, 4. Oops. I know, I wish we could turn the pages faster. <laughs> yeah, okay. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. 33-4? Oh, my bad. Now it's 34-4. Oh, For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. Your dad was trusting in his word. Yes, he was, man. Like he, my, like he knew, man. It, it's God's word is so true. We, you're, that's a huge example. I, I can't even get any clearer than that. A man that that went through a huge crisis of life and death. Yeah. You know, that's your heart. You need your heart to live. Like I mean, you know, I, I know medical. If you have a heart attack and you don't get that fixed on time, you're done. That's huge. And, and the thing is though like you just imagine not my dad right he's a pastor he's he's a great father he's um he's a great father to others you know he's, he's a he's a good man like anybody who knows my dad he's a good man and now some people may be like but god why me that's the first thing isn't that considered a doubt isn't that considered not putting your whole your your whole faith in god yeah sam but you don't understand man this is really hard for me you don't know what i'm going through you know, like only God can judge me. Yeah, it, it, it's always one of those situations where it's like that. But my dad, who was he, he and, and my dad could have been like, but God, why me? I'm, I'm, I'm the pastor. I try to do everything I can. You know, I, I go to work. I come to church. I pay my, my dad. No, he was like, God, everything is in your hands. I know it's going to be all right. Just like that. Like nothing, nothing more, nothing less. But he knew who God was and he had that faith. We got to understand that through those tough times, 
that when we have those situations where something bad happens, it's like, instead of saying, God, why me? You know, I feel like at that moment, you're doubting who God is. You know, and we got to have that utmost respect to who God is. Like, I don't serve a little God. And now you got to have faith for that. It's like I was, uh, when I was younger, you know, there was a, a lot of topics going around. You're going to sneeze, aren't you? I got to sneeze. <laughs> um, and, you know, a lot of topics that the messages was going out there, like, you know, like, if you remember, like, back in, like, 2013, you know, and also Rise Up or Going to Alma, like, you know, topics like that, that you, if you go to every service, it was always preached about. One year, the service, the message that was throughout the whole year, you go to any service, it was the same message. It goes, but God, why me? And I never understood that message until I was older. And this man brought a message. He goes, so many people are complaining, God, why me? Why me, God? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? And it's like, God's telling you, it's because of you. Hmm. Oh, but God, why do I got to go through this? It's because of you. I'm going through this. Wow. So if you start changing the words of it, you start understanding yeah. That's crazy. I mean, and there's another side. There's, it's not because of you, but because of me. Because of you. Because of me, you have to go through things that you ask of why me. Because of... Wow. Like that song, Why God? Why? Why God, I need you. is because why God, I need you. It's a, it's a repetitive word, but it fits within itself. It's like, why God do I need you? It's because why God, I need you. Yes. I, I actually heard that song the other day song. and I was hearing it over and over because I wasn't understanding Same here. and it was like I'm like wait like it, it goes how I don't understand why the things you're doing but the reason that you're doing the things is because I don't understand it and I'm just like what? mind blown because I like I think that's that's the main thing though the, the, the whole thing is that we ask God why all the time not understanding the reason and not trusting who God is it's like it's, it's what it's what we're reading, you know, like, it's what the Bible had said, like, Hebrews. in Hebrews, it says that, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Like, God knew what he was doing, and now you look at the world we live in today. Why not just put all your trust in God and have faith in him? Because we have so much trust in other things in our lives and around us. If we take a pie chart, like a circle, we need to get a whiteboard in this, in this <laughs> office here. We, get, we have a circle, right? And in that circle, we split it in half. We put God and we put us. You and I both know that God is not half. Why? Because we have our families, we have our work, we have our phone. We have other things in our lives that we put there. And then we like to slide God a little bit over. All right, God, move, move over a little bit. Move over a little bit more, God, because I have to fit this in. I have to fit this in. And it's like God's like, okay, but where do I fit in your life? Oh, God, but yeah, when one of those other things go into crisis, I have to pull out that percent that I have left oh, over of God. Is that do we love God or do we love God uh, in that yeah, last yeah, segment? Stop it. No, let's not go back to that. <laughs> yeah, we only want God when we need something. Exactly. We only go to him when we want something. Or, or the fact that then we say, oh God, well God didn't hear my prayer so then God doesn't love me and we leave God and it's like, alright, well God's a bad guy. No. In this, in this life, in this walk, God doesn't have a magical wand and all right here's a million dollars or here's the new car because your car is not that good or god's not going to give us something that we can't handle that's right well i can handle a maserati i can <laughs> handle a new house no you can't that's a lie and you know that's a lie well why not why can't i receive my blessing i'm not saying god can't bless you listen closely the thing is if you did get a new house 
You know why you wouldn't know how to handle it? Why the Bible says God gives us things that we can handle? God doesn't give us something that we can't handle? We can't handle a new house. You know why? Because then we get puffed up in pride. Mm -hmm. Our ego gets puffed up, and that's something that's not of God. Oh, well, what if God gave me a, a million dollars? Well, guess what? You're going to malgastar. You're going to waste that million dollars into something. Oh, no, I pay off my bills and all this stuff. Then what? Yep. Where's God in, in that? See, the thing is, everything we do, we have to understand God is our priority. When we do something for God, it's number one. When God blesses us, for example, when God blessed me with a new job, I make sure that I make it to church. When God bless me with, with my wife, I make sure that we do things, one, for God. We have to make sure that every time God gives us something, God, here's your glory. Because mm -hmm. what if God answered all your prayers? That's, that's, that's the question. What if God answered every single prayer that you had right there, right then? Then what? You know, it's funny that you're saying that, and I, I think about it. The one thing I think about, um, you seen Bruce Almighty? Yeah. I remember yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember where, where, where Bruce and he was just, stickies. yeah, he had the stickies and then he was trying to figure out because all, it's all these prayers. You get all these prayers. And and then the Morgan Freeman who play, who portrays God in the yeah. movie. Um, he go, yes. He, 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 exactly. And he goes and he's trying to, and he's like, listen, you can't just do, you can't just answer yes to everything. And all you see him do is highlight and is yes. And what happens when he answered yes Chaos. to everybody's prayer? Chaos. And, and sometimes we don't, I, I love that movie, you know, because it's like, it's so true. Like if you should think about it and if God was to answer yes to every, imagine what everybody's praying for, you know, imagine if God was to just answer yes to everything that you want. Oh, I, I wish that person would. Mm. You know, or sometimes, you know, now we're taking it out of him. But what if I was praying for somebody or I was praying for a job? that was not gonna affect me or what if that same person is wanting the job or like that you know like or they don't want me to be hired at that you know it, it could be any situation but god knows everything yeah. so we got to understand that what we think that we want and what we need we got to put our trust in god and have faith that god is there like god god knows all things so he's gonna sit there and analyze your life and what it is that you're going through or what it is that's gonna benefit you because getting a yes to everything is not gonna make it better for you you know, we got to understand that we got to try and get stronger in the Lord and, and have faith in Him. And that, now that we go into that, now that we know what is faith, we know that's to have full trust in God. Now, ready for this? What about the after effect? So now we, we have a prayer. We have a, something that we prayed for. We prayed on it. We have faith through it. We trust in God. It's in His hands. But there's more to that. That's where the second part of it goes, faithfulness. Okay. Now, if you look up the definition of faithfulness, it means... Oh, uh, give me a second. I like screenshot it. <laughs> it is the quality of being faithful. Like I have 10 heads here. The quality of being the faithful. The quality of being faithful. You know what that means? The word being. When you're doing something, but being. It means, ready for this? Remember, faithfulness is the quality of being. What? Faith. What? Faithfulness. The quality of being faithful. Yes. Fidelity. Now, the word being means existence 
the nature or essence of a person. A real or imaginary living creature identity, especially an intelligent one. Well, it's like a, like a being, human being. Uh-huh. But the word we're using it is being, which means existence. It means continuing. To live. You don't live one day and die. No, you, there's, you live. You grow, in other words. <laughs> we'll go again. Ready? The quality of being faithfulness. Or the quality of existing with faithfulness. The quality of living wow. with faithfulness. Or fidelity. Now if you change it up, and you change the word faithfulness to fidelity, it is the quality of of living in existence with well, it goes back to faithfulness to a person cause or belief demonstrated by continuing continuing loyalty and support the quality of living and faithfulness and loyalty wow <laughs> <laughs> In other words, it's like, it's not just have trust in God. Yes. But to continue living day by day, trusting in Him with His full support. Guys. So it's not just it. having faith, but living, living it. it. Yes. So so the definition of faith is is having it. It's, 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 a, it's an action, like, basically, like, oh, you got to have it faith. It has to be a continuing action. Now, As a Christian, we got to be, we got to live faithfully. What happens if we don't live faithfully? What will we do? Then... We would lose ourselves. We would we would get lost. We, we would uh, go ahead, go ahead. Cause I know you want to. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. It. So what happens if we lose faith in God as as children? We don't know God. who He is. We uh -huh. don't. We 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 lose ourselves. Okay. So what happens when we lose ourselves because we don't have faith? Then we fall apart. Uh -huh. We get destroyed. What happens when we get destroyed? Man, I don't know who I am. Like you're you're done. Like. Uh huh. So then, when people have that mindset of I don't know who I am, I don't know what else to do in my life. What what happens then? They give up. And what happens when you give up? I, I don't know. Well, we've never been there, obviously. You yeah. Know? But what happens if someone gives up? Then, then you, you deal with the, you get the depression stages, you get, you know, those situations, you, you start going to things that um, you feel like would fix your, to have that fix or fix that fix, you know? What happens after that? Destruction. What happens when you're in destruction? I don't know, it just keeps going. No, no, no. Death. Exactly. What's the Bible say? For the wages of what? Of sin is death. Uh -huh. Ready for this? If we don't have... The Bible says... Faith without works is... Nothing. I remember we talked about that. Death. Yes. Wow. Wow. Faith without... No, you know... And is it's that more than just having faith. You have to have the works. You have to have that existence. You yes. have to have that living. Faith without good works is death. You know, but we also got to understand you also got to got good works too, but faith without good works, you know. Oh, well, the word good works, in other words, means action. That's the only one thing. So actions. And when we have actions in our daily life, in other words, continuing, we're, we're, we're on it. We're, we're, we're continuing looking for God. We're continuing. God, you know what? I still haven't seen it, but Lord, I'm trusting in you. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question now. How do we build our faith? I know the Bible is, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. So I know God is in the Bible. Um, I God has done miracles in my life. 
You know, so I know God exists. God has done miracles in my family's life. Um, I go to church, so I must have faith, right, Jamie? So how do I build it? How do I get stronger faith? Because at times, wouldn't I be weak or wouldn't I, I, I fall apart or not know what I'm doing? There's a, there's a verse there's a verse on that. Or why have faith? Why have faith? Well, we went over that. If you don't have faith, death. Death. You That's die. It. You surely will die. Okay. In other words, uh, let's bring it to the story with Jesus in the fig tree. Um, Jesus wanted to eat that fig. Mm -hmm. if, if someone gave me a hot pocket tree, I'd definitely rip the hot pocket tree. Somebody gave me some wings. Hey, a wing tree. I don't mind that. You know, Ooh. I'm just saying, hallelujah, praise God. Uh, but the Bible talks about that there was a fig tree, and you know, God, Jesus wanted to, to eat from that fig, but when he went to go eat, there was nothing there. He died. So, you know, he was like, you know what, Yan, you're not going to bless me. I'm going to curse you. In other words, if you don't have fruit, you don't have, yeah, fruit. A tree that doesn't have fruit, what is it? Dead Nothing, it's a dead tree. Exactly, what does the Bible say about the dead tree? It'll be cut down and given into the fire. But, there's a part in the Bible that says, where the, the master said, you know what, this tree's not giving life. And it says that the servant said, no, wait, hold on. Let me work on it. Allow me, give me some time to work on this dead tree. If it doesn't give fruit, then you may cut it down. Mm -hmm. But if it gives fruit, so are we that dead tree? Yeah. And Jesus is that, that, that servant says, hold on, God. Don't cast this one out yet. Let me work on it. Amen. But that's the thing. God, why me? Because God's working on you. Mm -hmm. Because there's things in your life that God wants to mold. There's things in your life that God wants to give fruit in. But you're not allowing him. I feel like those situations that we go through where we're like, God, where are you? Those are the situations where it's like, I'm right here. And yeah. that's the moment where it's like, God is trying to see that, that dead tree in you. Where is that faith that you have? He's trying to give us that faith where it's like, all right, like, you know, enough is enough. You know, come to me. You know I'm there. So back to that question, Woo! how do we Open build that faith? Hebrews 11.6. Oh, I'm right here. All right, so Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. <laughs> Sam, do you know what that's saying? Come on, read it again, 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 Sam, read it again. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. And keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Earnestly, you know what that means? Consistency. Mm. Consistency, living that. You know what the, you know what verse comes to my mind when I hear that verse? What, what, is, what was it? It said, uh, by faith. Where is it? Six. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes, ready? Who comes to him. What one verse that comes to my head and it says, who comes to him? El que quiere venir en pos de mí. English. Oh, there, uh, go ahead. But where is that found? Alright, I'll tell you right now. But go ahead, say it in Spanish. I just want it for the English listeners to tell you right now. I got you right now. Luke 923. Luke 923. Oh that Bible verse. I'm gonna go back to that. 
Luke 9, 23. Luke, Luke 9, 23. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Go back to that the Herbie Hebrews 6. <laughs> wow. I had to read it. And without faith is it it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Go back. Go back. Go back. <laughs> you made me that. lose my page, man. Nine. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Damn. That's yeah. why we need faith. Yeah. That's why. Because in this walk, everybody wants to get to God. Yes. But God says, all right, but you want to get to me, you have to live accordingly. Mm -hmm. and, and then Jesus says, all right, you want to get to the Father, but you got to go through me. You need to pick up your cross every day and follow me. You need to pick up all those things that are hurting you, all those things they say, God, why me? Why me? It's because of me. Mm -hmm. And through me that you get to God. Because without me, I am not... Can it be that this verse in Luke 29 is telling us Wait, go back. This, I, th I think I found something here. Hold on, Sam. Read this. Read this. Hebrews uh, eleven six. And without faith. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's impossible to what? Please God. Okay. Now go back to Luke. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Oh. Change the word faith for Jesus. And without Jesus, it is impossible to please God. It said, Jesus says, if you want to come through me, you want to get to God, you got to go through me. If you want to be saved, you got to go through Jesus Christ. You got to accept them. You need to have faith in Jesus. Yes, yes you do. In, order, in order to be saved, that's why you have to have faith. If you want to be saved... You have to believe. If you exactly, you not have just to believe. believe, and that's another thing. But you have to believe, one hundred percent. You have to have total confidence total and confidence, trust. Total trust every that's day. Right. It's like it's like there's no such thing as once saved, always saved. No, think of the, and I heard this a preacher talking about the story. Jesus, right? We were born into sin. Our sin, ready for this, is a cage. We are born inside of that cage. Jesus said, I'll pay the price, give me the key to that cage. So now he goes to the same, he says, I have the key to set him free. Once it's an over, it's in it all. Exactly, he goes here, I paid for that sin. Now, follow me. The problem is, the gate's open, but we haven't stepped out yet. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus says, come, follow me. There's no such thing, yeah, Jesus saved us, yes he did. But now we have to follow him. Salvation is not, is not the end, it's just the beginning. 
Many people think, oh, salvation, that's the end. No, no, that's just the beginning. That's right. I mean, like, it, it, it is a tough, like, just thinking about it, how everything that Christ has done, and then you look at our lives or, like, what it is that we're going through, yeah, we don't have faith, man. I feel like one of the biggest issues, and I've seen a post going around on Facebook, is that we should bring Christ, Jesus, back in into into life, you know, because they try to take Jesus out of everything. They're trying to take away our faith. They're trying to take our Savior because if He's the one who's gonna save us, then why take it away? You know, like we we gotta we need to have faith. We need to have understand and believe. Oh, like that God is real. That Jesus Christ is here to save us. Because without that, then we would not be saved. And then we look at what we're going through. Psalms 118, verse 13. And this is for all those, for that same exact topic you just said. They try to take everything away from us. Psalms 118, what? 13. My hands are sticky. 118, 13. Yep. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. Wow, you want me to continue? Because yes. it says, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Man. We're going to get pushed in this walk. Yep. But Jesus said, in this world, you're going to get prosecuted. You're going to suffer. You're going to hurt. You're going to get accused. You're going to get ridiculed. But hey, be of good cheer. I've overcome this world. We don't just serve any God. So, so, how do we build our faith? Every day by building experiences one-on-one -on -one with God. Allowing God to reveal himself in us every day. By asking God. Talking to God. Prayer. Fasting. Serving him. Going to church. Uh, you know, the thing is, I, I hear a lot, like, oh, God is everywhere, i got to go to church. That's building faith. Because hearing, like you said, through those experiences, hearing the pastor preach, the preachers preach, the people testify, doesn't that make your faith grow? Yes. So now, the people who think that we don't have to go to church to serve God or to have a relationship with God, then it's, it's, only, it's only making your, like, it's only weakening your faith, in my, in my opinion. Is only weakening your faith because if we want to gain faith and have our faith get stronger and, and strengthen it, then why not go to church? Why not serve God? Why not pray more? Why not read the Bible more? Why not fast more? Because if we're trying to make our straight our faith stronger, that's what we got to do. And by our experiences and everything that we go through in life, because it's not just us who's going through this, you know, everybody else has been through it. And, and you can hear the testimonies and what people's been through. And by that, it shows the faith. By by seeing my dad go through what he go through, it, it made my faith get stronger. Because I know 100% that, it, you know what, whether I come or go, with God, if I live or die, I know it's all in your plan. I know you're, you're going to have it all under control. Whether it's to take care of my family, whether it's to take care of the church, and if I get to be in heaven with you, amen. If not, I know you still have a plan. And, and that's what my dad's mentality, which showed me, like, you know what, Sam, you just got to have faith. And, and that's what it is. But it's through the experiences, like you said. That's what's going to strengthen your faith. Yeah. If you look at uh, the Bible verse in um, <clears throat> Proverbs 8, 17. Bible, Proverbs 8, 17, you got it? It's in Spanish. 
You're killing me. That's why I have listen, when, when, when I, 817. I love those who love me. And those who seek me find me. I like that. I'm gonna read it again. Proverbs eight, eight seventeen. I this is this is God. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. Wow. We have to make sure that we're one of those every day with diligence. And and if we love God, you know we will do. The Bible says, you know, seek and you shall find. Yep. I mean. It's, I, I, I don't want to say it's, it's so easy. It's a task. It, it's a task, but well, it's a God, 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 when, when Christ died on that cross, He made it. He made it. He made it so so easy for us that we, we we make it so difficult. You know, it is a task, but it God is at, God is there. Like at, at the hardest times, instead of you going through trying trying to deal with the depression and and everything and and, go, and dealing through those destructions when you get through before you get through death. Then just think about it. God is here. God is with me. That's when the faith comes because because those who seek me find me. It, 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 it's, it's funny. It's, it's like hide and seek, you know. Except that God is not hiding. Why? He, he's not playing no games. He's not playing no games with you. Like he's like I'm. I'm here. Oh, you knock and the door shall be answered. God is in the door. He's waiting for you. And yet we make this so difficult. Why do you think Jesus told his disciples in parables? So and he told understand. them all these parables about the lost coin, the lost sheep, the lost uh, the lost penny, and then what? Last but not least, after that, the lost son. In other words, Jesus is telling his disciples, he goes, "There's something valuable that was lost, and I did everything, everything that I can do." Just to make sure I find that one lost item, whether it was a coin, whether it was so, or a sheep, it was something of value. And he switches and he goes to the lost son. In other words, Jesus telling prophetically speaking, he goes, because you guys were lost, I came down and I found you. Now you became the lost son. You had to find me. That's, you know, a, a thing that I, I, I you know, I, I hear and I, I see a lot is that. It's, it's, it's me, like, you, not not me, but, like, it's, it's what I go through. Like, God, why why am I feeling like this? God, where are you? God, I, I want to I wanna be able to grow, God. I, I want to I wanna be able to, to see you. I want to be able, like, I, I don't feel the same about you. Yeah. Now, the question is, 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 it, is it God? Is it the people or is it you? Now, that, that, then it starts with me because now it's like, well, what is it I'm doing that is not getting me closer to God? Where has my faith gone? Because if we got to build our faith, isn't it through our experiences and, and, and reading the word and getting our connections with yeah. God? So if you're dealing with that, before you start blaming everybody else, blame yourself. Because that's what we talked about in the beginning. I'm the dead tree. And if God is putting me through this, that's when it's time to say, God, I need you. I need you to bless me. I need yeah. to see you. I need your victory. And you know what the Bible says, though? In Proverbs 8, I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. The problem is not everything else, not everybody else. The problem is you. Because if you seek God, 
you would find though. The thing is, Sam, and, and this is this is this is where we end off. We would say, God said, ready for this? Well, you know, it's not as hard, and I don't know how how do I how do I know if it's gonna work? Ready for this? God said, test me in this, and know that I am. Mm. Try it. Mm. Try it, and if it doesn't work for you, I'll 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 leave God. Why? Because I'm certain that God has never left me. Mm -hmm. And I mean, try it. Don't just be like, okay, uh, no. Put all that you have. Test God. Yeah, man. That, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That was me. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you um, for for listening. For the 199 people, I just think it's great. Plus you know, one. <laughs> We just need that plus one. We want that two hundred. Amen. Amen. I mean, whether there was not one, not one hundred ninety nine, but where there's two or three guys, there, God it. is there. God is there. Um, but I do want to thank you guys. I'm, I want to apologize for Benny. Benny was so upset for not being here today, because he wanted to come and and he loves doing this podcast. He loves speaking. He loves listening. But Benny thinks he's gonna be the next LeBron James or something. All I don't know. Right. But he had a basketball right. game. And he was waiting, you know, for Jamie. And we were trying to get this going. But hopefully he'll be here next week, guys. Um, next week we're going to have a two-part podcast, yes. right? So we're going to do one of it uh, next week. And then we're going to do the other next uh, the week after. We plan on having a couple of evangelists, special guests, join us. Um, so please, guys, share it. That's that's what we just want you guys to share, share the, the, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, You know, it's, it's, it's out there for you guys. Questions and answers, guys. You yep. know, these topics, we, we're taking them from you guys. So, whatever questions you guys have, remember that Christ is the answer. Amen. Guys, God bless you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Of course, if you guys need prayer, any questions, you have our social medias. Uh, we hope you guys are enjoying our podcast and impacting your lives every day and finding your daily answers with God. Amen. God guys, bless you guys. This, is, uh, this is a song, Jordan Felice. It's called Faith. God bless you guys. There is no ocean that can't be parted. There is no mountain that can't be moved. I know there's help for the heavy hearted. The weak will find their strength renewed. You just gotta have faith. Mm, you just gotta have For the shadow For all your tomorrow It's knowing he's there Through the sun and the rain It's when you believe it Before you can see it And you can walk on Cause he's making a way Just gotta have some Yeah, 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 yeah You gotta have some
light for the shadows. He's hopeful tomorrow.